Apollo. My name is Alexis Tsipras, the leader of the Greek government, and I've taken time out from overseeing the political, social and economic collapse of the country to introduce this Trust the Wizards podcast. I have a song for you with lavish production, a full orchestra, a choir with some of the finest singers. <coughs> oh, sorry. Sorry about this. Uh... Ah, Angela. Hi. Oh, I, I, I can't have that. Oh, oh, all that. But uh, oh, oh, okay. As as you wish. Okay. <coughs> Change of plan here. Um, this is a thinly veiled satire on how the EU rides roughshod over the democratic wishes of people and enslaves nations. Here's the time machine with 998 pieces. I went to the library just like I did every Friday. Every Friday I get on the bus and go to the library. I withdrew my favourite jigsaw for the 15th time and a thousand piece jigsaw of the birds of the coastline. The birds of the coastline. And when I got it home I tipped it out onto the table upon which I was able to complete the jigsaw in record time. In record time. But without warning, in the morning when I came down, there was an empty space where the cormorant's face and nothing where the puffin's head should have been. Oh, I just can't believe this. I've abused one of the library's leases. For I took out 1,000 and now it's 998 pieces. So I went back to the library and explained that last Friday I'd taken out a jigsaw and something puzzling had happened. Something very puzzling. The librarian agreed that the box was lighter, so she called her supervisor to advise her who advised her and asked me to accompany them into the back room. Oh, I just can't believe this. The matter is now the police's. I took out 1,000 and now it's 998 pieces Six days in the cell was a living hell I missed your birthday party and the cup final as well Wigan Athletic had beaten Manchester City 1-0 in the magistrate's court, I stood in the docks, presented at Exhibit A, a jigsaw puzzle box. Yes, I admit it. I have seen that box before. I answered their questions. I entered my plea. Not guilty. The courtroom fell silent and the judge addressed me. This is what he said. This is what he said. Oh, Mr. Foster, 
You abused one of the library's leases When you took out 1,000 and returned 998 pieces Oh, the guilt, it never ceases That I abused one of the library's leases For I took out 1,000 and now it's 998 pieces Please don't send me down I took out 1,000 and now it's 998 pieces I have no choice I took out 1,000 and now it's 998 pieces Good evening and welcome to the Trust the Wizards podcast Hey, Well done lads uh, My name's Rebel Ricky and it's my pleasure to introduce the two fellow wizards uh, Sharitho Garbanza Good evening And Mr Kicker of Elves Thank you very much And we're introducing these two wizards tonight because they are musical impresarios We are, yes right. Impress, imprecise impresarios. Impressive impresarios. Oh, let's yeah. go with that, yeah. We, well, we've got our first... Uh, we got a gig coming up. That's why we, we thought we'd start off with the Time Machine today. Time Machine, T-H-Y-M-E, by of the course. way. Uh, uh, and we're putting on a gig on the 6th of August in Liverpool, so come along. The Trust uh, the Wizards Roadshow. Trust the Wizards Roadshow, indeed. Uh, For the very first time, Trust the Wizards presents something. <laughs> yeah. And and it's not only the time machines, is it? No, no. Uh, well, not only uh, Lancaster's premier leopard-fronted indie band, yeah. uh, but uh, the Bard of Bolton himself, mm. Ballard, mm. Uh, is coming and playing a set, a solo uh, set, a solo set, and it's all you can get all of that for just five of your Earth pounds. <laughs> wow. wow! And uh, was it out again? Maguire's, Maguire's Pizza Bar, well, Renshaw Street, Street. Mm. Central Liverpool, sixth mm. of August. Mm. Be there, or You'll miss out. <laughs> You're not going to be square. No, well, I'll be, um, well, at least a rectangle. So, you are hacked off with hail, run down with rain, saddened by snow, had enough of hurricanes, driven to distraction by drizzle, wound up by wind, <clears throat> ticked off by typhoons, fucked off by fog, miffed by mist, peaked by patchy cloud, <laughs> irked by ice storms, <laughs> vexed by vapour, and generally peeved by precipitation. <laughs> you, my friend, have got the sunshine blues. Yeah. 
six or seven and dreaming that I am a boy. I emerged out of the water and went into the garden with a small silver hand between my thighs. Later in the shower, I see a boy naked. He is contagious and I can feel mine. I was told not to stare then But my eyes have never been larger In and out of my body My stare kept growing Well, that was Ginny Haval uh, mm. with Sabbath. Mm. Yeah, that's pronunciation, Haval. And Sabbath. And Sabbath, very good, yes. That's from her album Apocalypse Girl. Uh, didn't sound anything like Sabbath. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one yeah. Sabbath, yeah. basically. Um, yeah. No, she wrote this when she was 33. Do you know the significance of that? Christ's year. Christ died. 
Christ died at 33, and mm, apparently yeah. you have like a uh, Damascus-style conversion to something when you're 33. It's significant. 33 to 3rd. Like uh, RPM. Adrian Mole. RPM. Oh, I see. And did you have an, a, a, a Jesus year at 33? Uh, Has it come 33, yet? let me think. Well, a Jesus year? Walking yeah. on water? Well, you could do that, I guess. I turned wine to water. Wine to urine. <laughs> I moved to the north. Oh, there you go. On my 33rd birthday. Did you? Wow. Yeah, that's quite big. That just occurred to me. Because yeah. I, I, I thought about it. I thought, yes, I gave birth in my 33rd year. And it was a transformative wow. <laughs> moment. Yeah, well, obviously, I, I, was, yeah. I, was, I, was, I was heavily involved. Yeah. I thought, wow, that, that proves a theory. So did I. Did you? I was 33 when my son was born. Wow. So there's something in this, isn't there? There is something in this, yeah. Right. Anyway, Jenny, have a Twisting pop sounds from Oslo. I'd say. Yep. From the, fact, uh, I just have. from the album Apocalypse Girl. Yeah. It's yeah. a very interesting cover you've got there, isn't it? Yeah. Is it, she's, she's not going to fit that in she, there, is she? She looks like one There's of no those. There's no way that's going in. She's well. Let's explain to the listener what's going on. Uh, she's got one of those big exercise balls. That, yeah. In fact, funnily linking them to what you were just talking about, often pregnant people use those, don't that's they? True. Uh, one of those massive, massive rubber exercise balls, and she's um, put yours away. She, she's. Uh, I don't know what she's doing with it. But she, that's not how you do the exercise. I think she's asleep on it, isn't she? She's, mm. she's lying on her belly, mm. if that is indeed her. It could be just someone else. Mm. Um, yeah. 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 It's, it's good, Dad. Some I, very I, strange lyrics. I like the word use, the use of the word cunt is excellent. Mm. Mm. Well, particularly coming from a female. Yeah, that's nice. You yeah. know, it's, it's gratuitous often when men Provocative say and yet compelling. Well, the, what I thought was interesting, it was it's very uh, in your face, so to speak. Mm. And... The, the descriptions of sexuality and all that, it's, it's a bit frightening and intimidating. Mm. Mm. But at the end, at the end she concludes it's about being held and holding. <laughs> yes. So sweet. That is very nice. Actually, I, I, I thought of PJ Harvey listening to that, obviously. Yeah. Um, and Bjork. And, and it turns out that she has actually worked with John Parrish oh, yeah. In, yeah. in the past. So yeah. there is a there is a PJ Harvey connection. Did you pick up on the uh, soft dick rock uh, theory that she had? I didn't really know. Did you what? not? No. Well, one of the tracks on the album. No, it's not on yeah. this. Uh, the one right. track's on the album. Album very good, by the way. Yeah. Uh, the soft dick rock, which you're thinking, what is she? Is she? Is she carrying on this theme of being is that very like soft rock? No, no, I didn't yeah. realize. I, right. I thought she was maybe talking about, um, you know, being with a man who couldn't get hard. Mm. Um, I thought that's that's quite awkward subject to to reveal to oneself to one's audience. But no, she's talking about all these bands who've gone forever, like. ACDC, the mm. Rolling Stones, mm. and you know they used to be you know young and virile, and now it's soft dick rock. Oh, yeah, interesting. Because yeah. they couldn't get it hard, even if they wanted to. <laughs> nice. I think it's her theory. Yeah, very good. Uh, and uh, and then before that, yes, uh, and Rays. Lucen Rays. Right? Yes. Are they also from Scandinavia? They are Scandinavian. Scandinavian. They're they're from Stockholm. Um, oh, yes, so it says here they're recording on the Punkslum. Uh, we've played now we've played Slum. stuff. From Punk Slum, P-N-K-S-L-M. Yeah, Punk Slime, I think, is, is the full... Yeah. All right. Yeah. And you've, I noticed this single, uh, red, bright red, seven-inch single that you've got here, yeah. um, is limited edition number two of 300. Thank you, you very much. There. Quick with that, didn't you? Yeah, well, yeah. I, we have played stuff from them before. Les Big Bird are on the same label. Well, they get a thank you on here, don't they? Yeah. Uh, Les Big Bird, uh, Eternal Tack. It says, mm. which is of course Scandinavian for thanks. Yeah. Um, and but they've got. I like this thing on the on the back. They say thanks mm. to uh, Jock, Les Big Bird, and various other people. Um, the whole Punk Slum family. Mm. And then uh, quite the opposite of that, they go fuck <laughs> SD. 
SD. SD. Mm. Now, I don't know if they're talking about those little cards that you have, little memory cards. SD cards. cards. <laughs> they don't like them. <laughs> they don't like them. They don't like them. They might be very anti them. Um, funny enough, though, the guy who, who is, is your... your perhaps, lead, perhaps they're saying, fuck, ex-Fulham midfielder Simon Davis. That's the assume that they are. Yeah, they could, it could be him. Uh, well, uh, Luke... Steve Davis. Luke. The snooker player, player, yeah. Luke. Yeah. I'm going to say Luke again, yeah. if you're not careful. Yeah. Luke. Yeah. I, I, haven't got a, I, haven't, I haven't got a surname. But Luke out of London's band uh, Sex Beat. You'll be familiar oh, yes. with him. Oh, yes, yeah. It's him. It's him, is it? It's oh, him, is it? yeah. Right. right. So he, he apparently moved to Stockholm, um, where he worked as a window cleaner. Right. Uh-huh. Um, and, and also as a hand model. <laughs> She's good work if you can get it. Yeah, it? yeah. Uh, but anyway, did he wave goodbye to that performance? Yeah. <laughs> after after that didn't work out for him. Uh, there he was. He he produced this band. Um, I've had many hand jobs, you know. <laughs> <laughs> have you? In fact, you're having one right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it says it says here that Lucerne Ray's the band is a result of a weekend of complete isolation in a studio over midsummer. After a series of failures and an awkward fallout with members of Les Big Bird. So, oh dear. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. Maybe SD is an. Uh, well, they, 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 they thank Les Big Bird. Oh, uh, oh, there you go. Well, they tack him. They tack him, um, yeah. They tack, tack, tack I, I, him. I had written down on here uh, that I really liked it. To me, that song, I really like that song. It was very good. And it starts off like the Ramones covering mm. status quo down, 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 down. <laughs> yes. It does sound like that at the start. And then, then when they stop, they go, do, 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 do. then they go into, and then it sounds like sort of John Spencer mm. singing with the strokes. With, uh, or in fact, having John, a stroke. Uh, John's, not John Spencer, the snooker player, <laughs> so whilst we're on the Steve Davis thing, but John Spencer as in Blues Explosion, yeah. that guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah no, and I, I really like the the uh, the woo bit, mm. which I assumed was an electric guitar, but seeing the sleeve notes, it's actually, I said... I've, I wrote one here. I like the whistly whoopy theremin impersonating guitar. Yeah. But here I see it's a theremin. Oh. In the in the credits of the album, it's oh, yeah. actually a theremin. Oh, yeah, All yeah. noise by Loose and Rays, except theremin, which is by Jocker Arland, presumably the Jocker who gets um, thanked on there. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. yeah. So a full Scandinavian start to the pod. Oh, Eamon, Eamon, quite old then. One time, Higson, uh, a member of Gallon Drunk, uh, Madness. Uh, very prolific under his own name, uh, and with the Scapegoats, collaborated with Robin Hitchcock, uh, Terry Edwards, and I recently saw him on tour with Tony Visconti and Woody Woodensy from David Bowie's early 70s band. Uh, check out my review on the blog. Uh, he's got a new EP out, and it's called Beyond Harlem Nocturne, and it's a collaboration with uh, Tindersticks guitarist uh, Neil Fraser, and it's fantastic. There's four tracks on here. Uh, it starts off with um, a, a version of the jazz standard Harlem Nocturne, which is very kind of creepy and definitely reminds you of a sleazy New York uh, night. There's a fantastic uh, flute song uh, called Lullaby for Ian, which is uh, was written after Terry Edwards heard about uh, Ian Jury's terminal cancer some years ago. Uh, and there's a uh, a rather peculiar song uh, called Curveball, which really does throw a cor- curveball, but it's very good. Uh, but we're going to play uh, my f- uh, uh, a version of a Tindersticks song uh, called Factory Girls, which was my favourite song from Tindersticks' album before last, Falling Down a Mountain.
Is it the girls in the street? Is it the ones that you'll never meet? Is it Paris in the spring? Is it any of these things? No, it's the wine that makes me sad Not the love I've never had All the things I've never seen All the places I've never been It's the wine that makes me sad Is it the friends that are lost? Were you the one left counting the cost? Is it time falling away? Is it the things you haven't done? No, it's the wine that makes me sad Not the good times that I've had All the things I cannot change Like the time that slips away it's the wine that makes me sad Such a silly boy Sad underneath the tree Can't even go to his own party It's so easy And all the girls from the factory you piled them high for their bounty Made me feel a little more like me It's so easy And all the boys they held out their hands Thinking that what they get is for free Couldn't read the repayment plans It's so easy like standing up and not falling down There's nothing to do, nothing to figure out Just put your feet firmly on the ground It's so easy
Was Richard Thompson with No Peace, No End mm, from the album? To... Sorry, sorry, no, I'm, I'm carry on. From the album, still, were you saying something about his, his collaborator there with Jeff Tweedy? Who is Jeff Tweedy? Uh, a Wilco. Wilco guy. Oh, is he on it? Is it? Yeah. Right. I don't know. Does he play? It's unmistakably on... Richard Thompson, though, isn't it? Oh, I'm is... not sure that he's playing. Is he producing it or playing on it? You, you have the album, Rebel. Well, um, it's recorded with Wilco. It's recorded with. Uh, he also contributes backing guitar and vocals on some oh, tracks. Okay. Yeah, so he's, he's, he might be on it then. He's in yeah. the mix. But the best bit of that is not him. It's definitely Richard Thompson. Oh yeah, playing the guitar like he plays it. Fantastic. Well, there's something sound. unmistakably unmistakable about Richard Thompson's guitar lead guitar sound. Is it the he's way he his, picks it? I don't know. It's, it's also the, the the sort of twangy reverby mm. s- s- effect he has on it mm. as well. But yeah, it is. It is kind of. It's definitely. Very recognisable. Mm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not. Uh, I wasn't really that aware of him. But the first, there's a Proclaimers song on the second Proclaimers album, which has got a Richard Thompson guitar solo on it. And it's it, that, that every time I hear that, I go, "Oh, that sounds like the guitar solo on that 
Proclaim us song. Right. Yeah. Well, because one of our early pods was Richard. First Life Podcast. Yeah. First Life Podcast, that's right. And because yeah. you made me go and see him, yeah. and then you made me listen to him, yeah. and I couldn't listen to the back catalogue, so I had to listen to the new album, right. which I thought was incredible. Mm. Uh, and then, of course, we saw him, and, you know, when the new stuff comes out, I'm just dying to listen to that, that guitar solo, because they're so good, mm. and the guitar sound. And he, he's, because he's such a technician, such a virtuoso, they think, I wonder what sounds he'll get, and I wonder how fantastic the guitar solos will be. And this, it's sort of the strongest track, and I think it was the most, the track that we'd like most, if mm. you like. Mm. But all the way through the album, he's experimenting with different sounds and styles. And he's it's, got, all, it's all good. He's got very, his lyrics are very acerbic, aren't they? And, mm. and, and they're often quite amusing in, in their acerbicness. And this got, this um, CD, which came free with Uncut magazine a couple of months ago, has got another track off the album called Beatnik Walking, which is uh, I think is even, is even better, and and that's got some good lyrics, none yeah. of which I've written down to quote, but it, it just, we, just take my word for it. Do we know if uh, if Patrick Vieira is on on bass or was he on drums? I can't remember. Uh, Patrick Vieira was on drums. Mm. Bobby Ball was on Bobby bass. Ball on bass. Do we know if it's the same we, band? We got, no, we've got no idea, yeah. and I've, I've not seen any pictures or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. But his his cover photo, he looks quite cool. You know, I've never yeah. seen it. Is it. He's got a beret on, of course. Mm. Of course, wearing a black shirt. Mm. But he's doing a little interesting thing with his hand. <laughs> Is he? Uh, yeah. I'll tell you what. You can get a modelling career out of that. <laughs> you can indeed. Yeah. One more hand job for the for the collection. <laughs> Fantastic. Right, and who was who was before that then? Terry Edwards and Neil Fraser. Oh, that's oh right. yeah, we 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 uh, with uh, um, the song from Falling Down a Mountain. Yeah, uh, and uh, I should yep. say we're we're going to have an interview with Terry on our on our blog very soon. Very good. Uh, and he's playing some gigs uh, with Neil Fraser. Uh, in hopefully he'll come around round this way a bit, but he's playing uh, in the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, at if you if you're going to that, get yourself along. It's only a tenner. Uh, to see at the Cali Bar or the Cayley Bar, C A L E Y Bar, mm. right here on Rutland Street, Edinburgh, mm. and it's on every day as far as I can see. <laughs> it seems to be on for that, about three weeks uh, yeah. for a tenner or eight quid, if in brackets. <laughs> eight, eight quid, maybe that's if you're a pensioner or a student. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Well, I have to say that the, the, the trumpet on that is just fantastic. It's excellent. Oh, yeah. Wow. So, yeah. so I've written, I've written the word love three times in capital letters oh, yes. to describe that trumpet sound. Yeah, I was interested because Jerithos mentioned Terry Edwards quite a number of times, yeah, and I've always nodded along like I knew what he was talking about. Right, yeah. But honestly, I had no idea. Oh, really? who he was. Oh, no, no. Mm-hmm. I mean, he said because I've got the list here of people he's with. Yeah, I don't know what he did with Madness, uh, but also the trumpet vaccines. or saxophone. Oh, yeah. is that what he does? He's principally a brass player or woodwind. So technically, right. saxophone is a woodwind instrument, but he's principally a, a sort of side man who's people hire for um, brass and, and woodwind right. stuff. But he can play everything, and he sings too. You should yeah. listen, if you want to. You, some of my favourite records of his are the the ones he did. Was oh that with the scapegoats? No, no, uh, no. I was gonna gonna say the cover versions of Jesus and Mary Chain and the Fall. Really? Yeah. Oh, he did tremendous. an EP uh, called Terry Edwards Salutes the Magic of the Fall. Yeah. And Terry Edwards, it wasn't salutes, no, but it was something else. Yeah, the yeah. Magic of the Jesus and Mary Chain. Yeah. Uh, tremendous. Yeah, they I'm are sure that can be googled. Yeah. The one, the only one reservation I would have is that that song came on, and. It's a dead ringer for Robbie Williams' She's the One. Is it? It is. Oh. Right. Da, 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 da. She's right. the one. I'm yeah. paraphrasing. <laughs> well, that's a, that's a world party song before Robbie Williams got his dirty mitts on it. For the lucky few, there's something new. It's a Wizards album review for you. And you. But not you. Ezra Furman. 
Ezra Furman, Perpetual Motion People. We've played Ezra Furman on the uh, on the podcast before. This is, I think, his sixth album. It's his third as Ezra Furman. Previous albums were Ezra Furman and the Harpoons. He's beginning to make a bit of a name for himself, this guy. This is his album on Bella Union, which is the album, the um, same label as John Grant and uh, owned by the guy from... Ex-Copter Twins guy, mm, isn't it, uh, runs this. Was it, is he the pornography guy? No, it's not Paul Raymond, no. Mm. Simon Raymond, <laughs> uh, I think, is his name, yeah. Um, not the pornography guy, <laughs> no. I don't think they're related at all. Um, but, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's... It's a surprising record. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a surprising record, yeah. Because you chose this one, should we thought. I, I chose this one. I mean, we, we, we played a track a little my, while ago off Zero, Day yeah. of the Dog. Uh, oh, no, there was another one off the album. Water one. Uh, at the bottom of the ocean. That's it. Now, that album, Day of the Dog, uh, I, the first album I had was the the one before that. I can't remember what it's called, but uh, uh, which I absolutely loved. And then Day of the Dog uh, was extraordinary. And I go so far as to say that is in my it's one of the albums of the decade without question right. it's it, you know basically you've you, the Dexys one for me is is the best album of the decade so far and then after that you've got Day of the Dog you've got um the John Grant first album and you've got uh, the Iron and Wine album that I really like uh, and you know those are the best albums of the decade so far so I wasn't expecting this one to be as good Mm-hmm. But I think it very. It, I've only listened at it a couple of weeks, and yep. I've only listened to it for a couple of weeks, and I'm I'm already thinking, well, this is just as good. Did you have yeah. any reservations initially? Did uh, you think, for well, for example, did the words glam rock pass you? Did it flash through your mind for a second? Uh, no, not That's, really. No. That, that, that no. trashy trashy saxophone sound. Well, the saxophone. Well, no. Well, no, is, that, is there lots of saxophones in glam rock? Is there? Yeah, yeah. Them, yeah, oh yeah, 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 right. yeah, Roxy music and sweet and people like that, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, I thought, yeah. I think, I think it is quite glam. Oh, yeah. I think it's very glam, which is good. Yeah. It's got bits of. Oh, well, I think it's got bits, the of, bits of all from. sorts of stuff in it. Well, I mean, the so first time oh, no, yeah. I, I must say, I listed just the first time and thought, my God, what is this? Junk. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like you know, all the doo wops in there. They didn't seem yeah. right. Oh, I like it. It, it was out of me. I, honestly, it was out of me comfort zone. Mm. That's. I, I think that well, was the problem. It's interesting because the, when I I first listened to it and I the, the first track, I thought this is tremendous. Yeah. Uh, if it keeps yeah. this up, this is going to be my favorite record of the year. Mm. I love that first track. It didn't for me actually. Right. But, but there's there's plenty of other really interesting things there. But that first track is superb. It I, is, yeah, yeah. There are so yeah. many ideas, though. Mm. So many ideas in it that uh, it lost me a little bit. And and uh, do you mean musically or lyrically? So many well, ideas. Well, I, I mean musically, really, because uh, lyrically, lots of very clever lyrics. But it's still that balance, isn't it, between the clever lyrics and then those sort of wordless, mm. as you said, the doo wops and yeah. the the bopsy langs and the diddy wardies. Yeah. I love yeah. that. I yeah. love yeah. that. That really appeals to me. But no, there's the music. It's just a bit too much, really, and it, it felt a little bit incoherent. Um, which you know is all right, and but it was one of those albums that I enjoyed more listening to a little bit of and then going mm. away rather than playing it all the way through mm. again and again. Yeah. Well, that don't leave anyone hanging though. After two or three listens, I think you. I think you're right. I think it's a fantastic thing. It seems to the the really really upbeat, crazy and sparks as well. I think you've got to mention as well. Mm. You know, very strange, silly. incredibly <laughs> popular. Yeah, silly. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that seems to uh, there's four or five tracks yeah. uh, that, that that it sort of levels out a bit, shall yeah. we say? Yeah. And there's more reflective stuff towards the end. Yeah. And Neil Young was mentioned as a as a, yeah. a, a an influence in all that sort of yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I mean, and I read that this is his sort of it's not his gay album as such, um, but 
this is an album of him exploring his sexuality mm. and and uh, I, I did read that he's either gay or bi but you know this is really saying yes I'm gay so what mm. you well, know but, I think I think that there's something to be said in that and it, it, it is it's um, it's an album where he's kind of become more comfortable with himself as always with his albums the sleeve notes are absolutely fascinating this part here I'll just show you I, I won't read They're it long, to you but, they? but this part basically is talking about a time in his life when he was um, living in a van and suicidal right. uh, and it's talk, and it's um, it's but it, it, the way he's written about it is extraordinary and, it, and it's it's kind of also it, it feels like this is a kind of an open letter to anybody who might be in that place you know uh, and then there's a poem here, uh, which 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 is a poem he wrote at the time, and he writes about it a lot at length. And then there's other stuff about um, because he's he, you know he's, he's he's wearing women's clothing on the front cover, and he's he's kind of uh, he is, yeah. wears women's clothing on stage quite a lot, which I think is a fairly recent development that he's only started recently doing that in public. He's a very he's still very young. He's mm. he's only you know twenty three, twenty four, I think. Mm. Uh, and uh, he, so I think, yeah, he is becoming more comfortable and more confident in himself. He's a troubled guy. Well, if you read interviews with him, you know, he is, he's, a, he's a deep thinking guy. It's, it's clear from the records. It's interesting you, know? you say that because I haven't read the, the sleeve notes, but I, I felt that there was, if there was a theme going on, I thought it was, the, quite a few of the songs are about mental illness, I think. Yes, they are yeah, in so one way or another. Haunted, haunted yeah. Head, Haunted Head, definitely. Can I Sleep in Your Brain? Maybe. Uh, yeah, and then then but then there's some also more uh, positive stuff like the body was made one, which is a kind of reclamation. That's a kind mm. of big fuck you to all the mm. all the you know. I read it as the religious right or anybody who tries to tell you you can't dress a certain way, you can't be a certain mm-hmm. way, you can't do a certain thing, and it you know your body was made. And it, he, he also yeah. does that thing which a lot of artists that I like about that we like do, which is uh, I mean I'm thinking particularly of the beautiful South here where they have a really upbeat tune. But a downbeat lyric, and, yes. and, and yeah. John Grant does that as well. Yes, he? And, and, yeah. and, and that that works really well, I think. Mm. And the, the more interesting songs are, are the, actually the bouncier ones. Mm. Um, as you said, Neil Young, there are one or two that you, you think, well, that does sound a bit like Neil. I didn't like them so much. Uh, like, mm. what you mean the slower ones? You mean? Well, it's not necessarily the slower, but there's uh, which ones have I got here? Watch, uh, watch you can go by. I thought watch you go by, yeah. Or watch yeah. you go by, is it? Yeah. Uh, and uh, there was another one that was a Neil Young track. Um, there's a couple at the end about uh, the, the, the the sinning and the oh yeah one day I will sin no more yeah. see that's why at the end of the day yeah, I yeah. don't rate it quite as highly as Day of the Dog because there are a couple of songs which I don't think are quite as good as the rest of the album but yeah. it, so if it, if it, if what you, if one day I will sin no more which is a perfectly nice song I just don't think it fits on the album yeah. it sounds like an old mm. sort of gospely country right. gospel sounds yeah. like it should be on on the Oh Brother Where Out Thou soundtrack yeah. Yeah, or something right, like that yeah. it's a perfectly it serviceable just, song yeah. but I just think it's a bit out of place yeah. with the rest what, of the what you, you were saying about the artist and what, what you sort of like about them and you know it is serious but it's also it's completely incoherent mm. and because uh, the, the, the one that particularly grabbed me was a lousy connection and I had to write these lyrics down because I thought these are just incredible they're mad yet they are sort of saying something but they are completely crazy mm-hmm. so he says so I've been working on this letter to Congress mm. about some issues that I think they should address mm. Good, yeah. shows up in court wearing an, wearing an Indian headdress mm. 
somehow I think maybe the message got lost. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, I was hoping you would pick that bit up. That, that's one of my favourite songs of them. So that shows there the kind of combination of the serious and the daft yeah. as well, doesn't it? The line I like in that song is about when I'm all fucking mumbles. I thought that well, was super... I'll, I'll I've got the, yeah, because I've got the world's ear mm. and I'm all fucking mumbles. Yeah, brilliant. You know, which again is kind of seems clever. like it's, it? it's relating to the fact that he's beginning to get quite popular yeah, after struggling, uh, been struggling uh, okay, for a year, yeah, yeah. and now he's got he's got people listening to him, but he doesn't really know what to say. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but he but has it, got a lot to say in these in these other songs. Again, just one these these yeah. I thought these were again it's genius. I, actually, I listened to this and wrote this own, so I'm not just writing off that. So the century seems like it's turning out okay, like a game of worldwide karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> but then this next level, I thought if you want people to support you, you wouldn't say this. And my rich friends and me just sit around and blow smoke rings. There's nothing happening. It's happening too fast. And you're like. What's he trying to convince mm. me of? Yeah, and he says, uh, I've, "Yeah, I've got, I've got the world, dear. I'm so fucking humble. I guess I'm just a link in the chain." Mm. Yeah. But, but the thing yeah. about that's all it, fucking it, mumbles. But also, fucking humble would work as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 all fucking yeah. mumble. You got the right yeah. idea. Oh, did I get yeah. one of my favourites? Yeah. But uh, you said that's one of your favourites. It's not one of mine. I like the lyrics, but the the song to me sounded like a, a Beach Boy parody, and and the rest that some of the songs I lose me because I don't like the music musicality of it. Mm. Yeah. When I do, when he does that sort of modern lovers velvet undergroundy mm. influence stuff, it's brilliant and it's yeah. right up my street. And mm. there are a number of songs that, that are like that. But then there's the songs like Wobbly. Yeah, <sighs> I love that one. I didn't like that. <laughs> I didn't like that. Well, I didn't like that one at first, but it grew on me. And, mm. and I like it. It's 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 a bit daft, but then it's got the bit in the middle which explains. It's, mm. it's, it's kind of very poppy, that one, in a way. Is it, do, you think, do you think it's his it's, manic... It, is it the manic to the depressive? It, it, it's uh, described here as drunk Benny Hill. Well, yeah. ah, I've got Benny Hill. Actually, <laughs> potholes I had as Benny Hill. Yeah, is that because of the sax again? Yeah. They, they've got shoddy woody. Uh, <laughs> but there's a bit where he says... It, it sounds like a pretty daft song about I'm feeling wobbly. Sometimes yeah. I'm feeling wobbly. Yeah. But then there's a bit... Uh, I'm trying to find it in the lyrics here. It kind of, goes, it kind of explains that. Mm. Uh, it sounds yeah. too happy. I don't I know it yeah, but, isn't. but then there's that middle eight bit. There's that middle eight bit where he kind of explains what he means by Wobbly. I can't actually but, find but, it. But you know, you're saying he's a troubled soul, or is it? What I liked about it was the sense of if, if not self-confidence, self-expression. Mm. How you think he's really going for it. Whatever whatever's inside, he's he's not holding back. No, no. He's letting it all rip out. And it's interesting because <laughs> I, 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 I recently read the the book by Bob Mould, which is excellent. And Bob Mould is a gay man, which I didn't know, uh, and he goes through different phases of his gaydom, if you like. You you would if you'd played a game of Huskadoo, Huskadoo, you'd have worked that out. I'd have worked that out, yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, so but he starts off. He was in, in a relationship, like a heterosexual relationship, but with yeah. a man. And then he he, he consciously grasped his gay self yeah. and went for the full-on camp, you know, um, very sexually liberated, you know, and and mixing it up. Yeah. Uh, and then he found his, his his calling, which was the burr. Mm. He's familiar with this branch of, of gay sexuality. I'm aware of that. Yeah. Yeah. John men men with beers well. who like rock music. Yeah. Let's move on. I think Ezra is very much in that full on gay sexualization thing. I think, I think uh, if, 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 to put it in two words, chase me, chase me. That's four words. That's four words. <laughs> anyway, uh, should, should we, we talk about a song to play? Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, I, I think I think you probably like more of it than I do, so I think... Okay. Well, Go on, then you, you, you say which so songs I'm gonna, you... I'm, I'm going to have to narrow us down. Cause, have cause you got three? I've got three that I really Go like. Go on, then, you tell us your three. Okay, the three that I really like, in the order that I like them best. Well, Restless Year, the opening track, is the one I like mm. best. Uh, I also really like it 
like, really like it. Really liked Haunted Head and Tip of a Match. Those are my top. Okay. Well, I, I, I would agree with Restless Year. Uh, and I suppose number two, we hark to the music. But frankly, if we don't play a lousy connection, no. I'm going to have a hissy fit. Well, that's fine. We don't well, please okay. yourself. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, well, um, did, did you say Haunted Head was one of yours? No. Okay. Uh, you did say Restless Year. I did, yeah. Well, I think we're going to end up playing Restless Year. I, I, I really like Lousy Connection. I'm with you on that one. But uh, And Haunted Head, I think, is an extraordinary piece of writing. Mm. Uh, bassoon? And... Is it a bassoon? I'm assuming it's a bassoon on that. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like well, I, I, I don't. I don't, I don't want to feel. Don't, 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 don't ruin the atmosphere here. But I, I really do want to hear loads of connection. Okay. Yeah, 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 Can yeah, we yeah. just do that thing? No. <laughs> you know, just you carry on. Oh, yeah. Are you really going to walk? Are you going to walk out? Well, no, going to flounce I'm, out. I'm, 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 I'm sitting. I'm still here. Aren't I? I'm still here. Well, I think. Well, it's not how it works. Yeah, yeah, we have some. But it shouldn't work like that. It should change the way it works. You can do that kind of thing. Yeah, I also really like Hour of Deepest Need. Uh, Body was made for the lyrics in particular, uh, and uh, yeah, I think that we're we're gonna have to just choose a song. uh, So let's just play the opening track, Restless Year. So the, the second album that we're going to review is uh, the album Amazing Grace by Sam Duckworth, who was uh, Get Cape, Wear Cape, Fly. So presumably now he's Got Cape, War Cape, 
flu. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and this this record uh, features, I would say, at, at least forty musicians. Does it? Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't really sound like because you, you, you kind of worry. I, I think you, it's a worrying sign when there's so many musicians on it, but it, it doesn't sound like that. But it, there are over forty musicians on that, so I'll pass you that. Um, it's uh, he's previously recorded for Alco Pop, but this isn't on. Oh, it is on Alco Pop. This is an Alco Pop record. Mm. There you go. Um, I wasn't aware that it necessarily was because. Well, hold on, aren't you an Alco Pop completist, and therefore you would have got that through the post? Well, no, because this off. this I I got this through um, a pledge thing, a Kickstarter effort. Ah, yes. Um, because it's well, it's only a CD, but it's it's signed. So, so you were part of the like I saw the pledge music page. Yeah. So you actually went through that route. Did I you? did, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't get through Alco Pop, although it is an Alco Pop. I'm seeing some names I recognise here in the credits. There are a lot uh, of people you'll you'll yeah. know. There, yeah. Um, I mean, I, for for me, I, this has been a good time of year to listen to this record because it's not really my my thing ordinarily. It's quite a light record. It's a summer jazzy, it's quite, jazzy, folky record, yeah. but it's a very summer record. Yeah. yeah. And and I think when you listen to this, or when I was listening to this on those few sunny days that we had, mm. it was just about perfect. Mm. Um, so yeah, what what do you think? Uh, well, I'm just going to say a few of these names I recognise in the credits because uh, I didn't pick up on this at all, but. Uh, uh, the first track where they have a, somebody reading a children's story near the end, that's Kate Nash. Yeah. Grace Petrie is on that track as well. Uh, um, uh, um, this track seems to have um, two of the blokes from Gomez. That's right. Uh, yeah. I can't imagine there's two other, another no, Tom are, Gray and Ben Otwell. That is them, Doing yeah. some backing vocals on track two, Hiding Place, which I like very much. Uh, what else? What, Kate Nash again. Dennis Brown on vocals, but I'm assuming that's not the, the old reggae, reggae guy, guy from the old days. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, there's, there was someone else. Someone else name name I recognise. Ben Watson, who of course scored the famous FA Cup final goal for, <laughs> for Wigan a couple yes, of years ago. Um, uh, Jest, J E H S T. He was a rapper. Was, well, I thought he's a rapper. Yeah, that's and right. he's, that, that's one of my favourite tracks actually. Is the Gelder Melson Cargo where he does the rap uh, at the end of it. Yeah, and there's a kind of. Um, Are you yeah. aware of Gelder Melson, by the way? Do you know what it is? Is it? Uh, I, I'm guessing it doesn't get mentioned. Well, it does get mentioned in the song, doesn't it? But is it? I'm guessing it's a place, and I'm guessing it's in Holland. No, well, no, it's yeah. a, it's a it's a famous shipwreck. Is it? Obviously not that famous, but ah. uh, but yeah, it's a famous. Oh, shipwreck. hence the line: "The Gelder Melson cargo lying deep beneath the sea." There you go. Yeah, and it's the yeah. story of Michael Hatcher. I think it's Michael Hatcher. Is the the guy who, who discovered he found it. Uh huh. The, the, the dive, diver fellow. Yeah, yeah. Diving fellow. Yeah. yeah. And what happened to him after that? Then? I don't know. Okay, it's his story. Right, just the bit of story about finding. He found it, didn't he? Okay. Look at that. It reminded me of, of a few other people as well as. Roddy well Frame. A little bit Roddy Frame. Uh, um, I, I, Frank Turner in places. Definitely Frank yeah. Turner, yeah. yeah. Um, I know you're not a fan of Frank Turner. Mm. Uh, most of all, Ed it Sheen. reminded me of um, uh, Tung. You know, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right, but the band that I really like. Tung. T U N N G. Who I've always thought is pronounced Tung. Yeah. Uh, and there's a side project. One of the guys in that band has a side project called Diagrams, and it, it sounds like that. It's kind of a mixture of acoustic stuff with a little bit of electronic stuff yeah. and little little snippets from all kinds of different other genres. Yeah. Uh, and also the album I just mentioned before, the Kiss Each Other Clean album by Iron and Wine, which has got that kind of combination of acoustic instruments largely with a bit of um, brass here and there, you well, know, and swing, jazz kind of. It's almost. A, it seems to me that it's a, it's a, that at its heart, it's a folk album. Mm. But but all those interesting little sounds mm. all over it make it more than that. And 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 more, it's, it's actually a surprisingly dense sounding mm. album. I think 
it's pleasant though, isn't it? it very pleasant. unusual for us. It's very pleasant. It's a yeah. pleasant. It listen. is. A ple- it's grand. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you sit there enjoying the sunshine. Why don't we listen to more pleasant? Music? I don't know. We should do. We? Uh, there's Glockenspiel on it. Which, yeah. Who knew? Who knew? Yeah, yeah, I thought it was interesting. I went to the Pledge Music page. Oh, did you? Uh, I sort of stumbled upon it, to be honest with you. Um, but it was interesting, all the comments. There was loads of comments on but 90% were saying, when's this CD coming, mate? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, yeah, it was I gave bit, you my money. It, yeah. it was and a bit now delayed. You, it was a bit delayed. Flown off with your cake. Well, no, they were all much more polite than that. So, oh, hi, yeah, great to see it's progressing. Uh, any idea when it might arrive? Yeah. <laughs> I noticed there was also track one, uh, also features vocalist uh, Jamie Jazz. Jamie Jazz? Police came in looking for him. <laughs> he said he was That's here. That's where he is now. But he went past and he's. There's some nice trumpet he... on this one as well, I think, because we've obviously we've had uh, Terry Edwards at the start of the show. But, but I think there's some nice trumpet. I don't know. Who plays trumpet on Long Division? I think it's on Long Division. Long Division. Let me find out. I Let's like give that. a shout out to the man and the, and or I the lady. I don't suppose it's, it was. Actually... Gavin Fitzjohn. Who's that? He's all over this album, Gavin uh, do you, Fitzjohn. Do you know who that is? I have no idea. He's mm-hmm. a bloke. He plays, uh, plays trumpet. Trumpet. Yeah. I say he's all over this album. Don't. He's uh, he's uh, he's on that track and yeah. he's on uh, none of the others. No, he's not. He <laughs> plays trumpet on only a fall. Oh yeah. Which is the bit I was referring to before. I really like that one. Yeah. Uh, in fact, shall I just tell you what my favourite? Yeah, go on. Tell us I, have, I did actually happily, seeing as we usually try to say, "Well, tell us your three songs." There were three songs I really, really loved. They jump, jumped out at you. Didn't yeah, uh, and the rest was all very, very nice too. But there was right. three songs, and indeed one song especially uh, that I really liked. There's track number seven, "Cities in the Sky," uh, was very good. The, the aforementioned Gilda Melson Cargo, which now I understand what they're singing about. Mm. I think I like even more. Mm. Uh, but I like the fact that it kind of goes into that. Sort of strange poem bit at the end right. uh, with the. Rap, I didn't really uh, like that bit. I didn't. I thought I just assumed until I just read there that it's jest. I, I who doesn't normally make this kind of music at all. Right. Uh, but uh, I, um, I assumed it was the same guy, Sam right. Duckworth, just yeah. doing a bit of Rapping. rap, spoken poetry yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, um, but the, the, my favourite track by quite a long way yeah. is um, the only a fool with its yeah. chorus of only a fool thinks that he thinks. No, I can't even say it. Only a fool he, he thinks he knows about things, things about things that he knows nothing of. Yeah. Uh, which is very good and reminds me of uh, the Rudyard Kipling line that Billy Bragg stole or, or borrowed. Uh, uh, people. Um, which, about um, uh, what do they know of England who only England know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it reminds me of that a bit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, is that, that was my, the standout okay. track for me. Okay. I think, I think the, it's one of those albums that you listen to as an album. And it washes it, over you. Much more so than the Ezra Furman one, I thought. Yes, definitely, yeah. Mm. Well, because it's, it's... It's shorter. There's that. <laughs> but it, also... It, I mean, it's, it's less musically diverse. Yeah, yeah exactly. It doesn't jump around over, exactly. all over the place yeah. as but, much but, as Ezra's. But by the same token, then you don't pick out... You know, you, you list it as an album. Right, okay. uh, but it, are, you, are you making excuses for not having written down any songs? No, yet? I wrote down... <laughs> <laughs> El Loco. Oh, the opener. Um, and, opening track. Yeah, that yeah. was good. And Only a Fool, I would agree with you there. Yeah. But I didn't write down the third one. I, let, I seem to remember there was rapping on one of them. <laughs> well, that's the Gelder Melden. Gelder Melden. Well, interesting. I, I also chose three. And, and I have to say that the, on my first listen, my favourite song was As It Is, which neither of you have mentioned. Uh, but uh, I thought that was, that was the least obviously folky and sort of more odd noises on it that's the one I, I like the best but as as i played it more i like the uh, the way you said goodbye which comes towards the end there's a bit of a drone on yeah, that one which i yeah. like um but probably my favorite song is only a fool well we better play that one then tropicalia oh, on this one i think 
Yeah, and and I don't know much get cape where cape fly, but there's a song. There's an album they did, the Chronicles of a Bohemian Teenager, and there's a song on there which uh, was my favourite song on that album. Uh, it's called an oak tree, and that's a bit similar vein to this. Yeah. It's got a bit of a sort of Latin feel to it, yeah. and it's got a lyric that I thought was very appropriate as well. It's strip it back to the bare bones, though not not a matter of choice. There's still something of worth in an acoustic and a voice.
band Felt, led by mono-nominal oddball Lawrence, released 10 albums in the 80s, the best of which, if you ask me, and you really ought to, was the final one, Me and a Monkey on the Moon. I'm sure it's the first one. On that album, keyboard player and future member of Primal Scream and the Charlatans, Martin Duffy gets many chances to shine. They went in for wordy album titles, Me and a Monkey on the Moon, Forever Breathes the Lonely Word, Crumbling the Antiseptic Beauty... The Strange Idols Pattern and Other Short Stories, Ignite the Seven Cannons, The Pictorial Jackson Review, and their fifth album, Let the Snakes Crinkle Their Heads to Death. This one was different from the others because it was totally instrumental. Ten tracks, with the whole album clocking in at 18 minutes. Average track length, 1 minute 48 Mm, seconds. The Ramones' first album, by the way, average track length, 2 minutes 5 seconds. So it beats that. Listener, if you can tell us an album, which isn't like Napalm Death or Extreme Noise Terror, yeah. but an album with actual songs on it, uh, where the, where the, with, with less... Oh, you've got, you've got one, have you? I think you'll find a number of Graham Rapulski's albums fit into this category. Right. Okay, well, they've got an average track length of under 1 minute 48. Yeah, I'd say... Yeah. Prove it. Bring it to the next part. Right, I'll try my best. Okay. Uh, anyway, on this album, it's, uh, most, most of it is kind of rather down-tempo... Uh, soundscapey kind of stuff, quite experimental. And Martin Duffy last year released, as far as I'm aware, his first ever solo album, which was more in that kind of vein. Uh, but then the, oh, there's also there's a few tracks which are unbelievably jolly, music that I think are impossible to be unhappy to. This particular one is the opening track, Song for William S. Harvey. And I think this sounds like it should be used as the soundtrack to a film where you have a proud dog um, a Dutch hound, maybe, uh, or something like that, walking down a pavement, sporting a rosette or medal. <laughs> he's just won, cause he's, and he's feeling absolutely top of the world. <laughs> he's achieved something remarkable, and this is the theme as he walks down the road.
funny you should mention about the film soundtrack. Because <laughs> ah. I, I, I thought of two films I would put this to. Ah, yeah. Yeah. The first one's called Sunshine Girl. Mm. For other, like, joyful, happy, sun, all that. Is this yeah. a real film? It, it will be. Okay. Yeah. And this is this covers the opening sequence where we see our sunshine girl mm. yeah. riding her like retro bike through the park mm. uh, with a with a, a floral hat on, right? Uh, and uh, that's the, the sun's reflect through her blonde hair. Mm. She's got a chihuahua in the back basket of front. Yeah. 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 As far as I've got with that one. Well, I, yeah. th- I think you, she's almost certainly going to uh, eliminate disco or whatever it was. Disco lemonade. <laughs> She'll be on her way to disco lemonade. <laughs> and the other the other one's called Limitless Amounts of Plastic. <laughs> okay, and it's a kind of a sci-fi. No, no, it's kind of a, and it's a, a whole, sci-fi. It's a hopeful thing about a, about a scientist, a young man, mm. who discovers that the future is is limitless, mm. and it, you can you will always have plastic. Mm. And if we always have plastic, we can always have Tupperware. If we can always have Tupperware, we can always have lunches. It's a very hopeful, <laughs> optimistic, beautiful film. It needs to be made. Yeah, with that soundtrack. I think. You Where does the Dutch sound fit in? That's your film. I think. You, I, I think. <laughs> Although I think, Sunshine I think, Girl might have a sidekick. To be honest, yeah. we can combine all these ideas. Yeah. Obviously, the the Dachshund can be in this film, but my, in my head, yeah. all I can see is juggling. I think it's a it's a really somebody's nice, juggling to that music. You're juggling. So yeah. if we can involve the the Dachshund and the mm. the disco and the the happiness and the plastic yeah. and juggling, yeah, with that song, yeah. well, that's a winner, isn't it? Oscars, here we come. Uh, next we have a band who as far as i can tell are from st john's which is in canada in a place called newfoundland and labrador newfoundland 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 okay and labrador 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 <laughs> labrador as in, as in dog yeah, well it's named after two dogs isn't it dax hunt it's an area named oh. after two dogs newfoundland and labrador it's Newfoundland's not a dog, is it? Yeah, it is. It's one of those great big dogs that looks like a bear. I think it may have been named after the place rather than the other way around. But I, I, I would like picking holes in this story. Do you think that when the founding fathers landed on the shores of Newfoundland, they just found the area, there was, there was no one living there except for um, Native Americans and some fucking great big dogs? <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, it's, I like it's, to think although, that, yes. although it's just about the closest bit of North America to us, you know, that bit. Is it? Yeah. yeah, it sticks out. It's mm-hmm. kind of like the mm-hmm. most eastern bit, and St John's is quite at that end. Mm-hmm. And apparently, I looked this place up on the internet. There's a lot of wolves. There's occasional polar bears, mm-hmm. uh, and lots and lots of caribou. So much so that the website advert. Uh, you mean rum? The tourist information for this is that place. Caribou rum? Is that rum? I don't know. Don't Malibu, know. I'm thinking. Ah, no, no, no. That's the other side of America, I think. Um, so wolves, uh, collective noun, is a pack of yes, wolves, a yeah. uh, herd of caribou. Would you like, do you know, polar bears? Collective name for polar bears? A matchstick. No, yeah. it's not. Is it? Is, it, is it to do with mints? It is not. A flummox. It's an aurora. Oh, an aurora of polar bears. Um, do you know why polar bears don't eat penguins? Because they can't get the wrappers off? Just fine, doing, just fine, doing, just fine. 
I'm doing just fine now. I don't wanna, 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 I don't wanna know. Thinking, thinking, thinking to myself every night. I'm gonna do it, gotta try it, gotta feel it, gotta see what's gonna happen here today.
That was Ricky Wicky with Jargon of Clones, uh, featuring Bobby P, Bobby Pollard there, Robert Pollard, uh, under the, the, the name Ricky Wicky. It's a single. So Ricky Wicky, this, this is an emerging name, isn't it? Yeah, that's correct. We played a track by Ricky Wicky. That was on that was from podcast, that was from Ricky Wicky's first album this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and this is a, a one of the lead singles. There are two actually. Uh, so he's got another album coming out. Yeah, second it? album called King Heavy Metal. Mm-hmm. I'm optimistic that you'll know a lot about this, Sharita. You have track record for heavy metal knowledge. Uh huh. Um, yeah. And presumably, it's also going to feature Nick Mitchell. Nick Mitchell's on the B side here. He sings it again. Ooh, uh, yellow vinyl, vinyl. Yellow vinyl um, yeah. quite worthy is the name of the B side. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not as good. That jargon of clones, I think, is tremendous. It's, I would say, and I'm going out on a limb here, it's my favourite Robert Pollard song this year. Oh, right. I think well, I when you there. when you first played me, got out of my voices, uh, which was I think about about ten seconds after I first met you, <laughs> um, uh, I said it sounds like uh, lo-fi REM. Yeah, and that one sounds like yeah. lo-fi does, REM yeah. more does, than yeah. most of them sound like lo-fi REM, but uh, it sounds like lo-fi document era mm. REM or even monster era REM, mm. which is you know which is no bad thing. It's very very catchy. Yeah, it is. Yeah, really really good. Uh, yeah, I'll come back to the lyrics in a minute. Okay. Uh, uh, Rebel, are you, are you a fan of that one? It was a f- stunning. Ah, stunning. It's interesting that it's a single. I'm thinking this is you can't keep this quality up. I, th- I thought there's got to be like two songs of that on the album, and then twelve songs that you completely can't listen to. Mm. But wh- who knows? Let's we wait and see. see. We'll it's see. It's on yeah. its way to me from Rockathon Records. How excited do you get when you know it's on its way? Very fucking excited. Yeah, yeah. I imagine yeah. for you it's but like someone having a Rolls Royce delivered from London. <laughs> but it's even more so this time because it's coming with a Ricky Wicky T-shirt. Good God. Yeah. Good right. God. And and how much would one pay for a full Ricky Wicky Albi and T-shirt? Well, <laughs> combination. Well, it's very reasonable. Uh, I think the the vinyl album is fifteen dollars. Uh, the T-shirt I think was probably about the same. CD I think is a little bit less, twelve dollars. Oh, CD as well. Yeah, obviously it's a different format. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And God help me when he releases stuff on a different label in the UK. It's very expensive. <laughs> but uh, nevertheless, that's a grand single. That and the other ones all right, but not quite as good as that. I, 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 what was that word you taught me a little while ago about misheard lyric? I was going to say mildew or something. Ah yes. Mondy green. Mondy green. Mondy green. Right, yeah. Now I, I well, you were Monday Green into that, were you? I only yesterday, in fact, realised that this song is called Jargon of Clones. Clones. Mm. What I'd heard up until there is in the chorus he's saying, It's the jerg and the crow. Oh, and yeah. I had imagined that this you know how usually we play a, a GBV song and I try and work out what the lyrics are about. Yeah. I'd worked out what the lyrics were about <laughs> based very well, that. based yeah. on that. Yeah. Based on the Aesop's fable but, right, of yeah, the yeah. jug and the crow where yeah. where, you know, the, the crow wants a drink and he yeah. and he can't get the drink out of the yeah. jug because it's there's not enough water in there. Yeah. So he goes and gets a load of pebbles and he puts yeah. it in until the water level goes up and then he gets yeah. a drink. Yeah. A moral being. I don't know. Well, just, yeah, just, just, no, just keep on going. It's you, very you'll, dirty. You'll water. get a drink. You're going to die. Having yeah. all those <laughs> that, that kind of thing. Mm. Because he says, on the broken scatter, your broken pebbles. Mm. If I was older still, I will. Searching the stream for some silver approval from the sky. I think well, that's pebbles. He's searching mm, yeah. the stream for some pebbles yeah, to put in sense. the thing. Yeah, it does make sense. And the losers get credit while the winners can fly. Crow. But then that's your crow there. There's the winner. He's yeah. win. He's won. Mm. He's 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 yeah. one of life's winners. He's mm. he's got the water. Yeah. He's uh, wearing that rosette like the Dutchman. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, but then I I listened to it again, knowing that it's not anything about crows. <laughs> and I realised that some of those lyrics I just said are not. Oh, also like, wrong as well. They're not actually what he's singing. No, just when yeah. you think you've captured it. But you see the great thing. Gets is away he, from you. Because I, I mean I 
I'm not necessarily in favour of lyric sheets, I have to say. And I think partly this is why, because you, if you get proven to be wrong, it, it's a bit disappointing, isn't it? Whereas mm. if you don't know you're wrong, then mm. you're still well, right. I'll tell you my mate in the, the Gang of Four, who had a song called Armour Light Rifles, mm. and for, I couldn't even convince him it wasn't the, ca the case. He said, no, it's I'm an ungrateful. Mm. It's in classic punk tradition of insulting someone. I'm an ungrateful. No, it's armor like rifles. It says so. It's the title of the song. <laughs> yeah, but they say no, they don't. <laughs> what did we have before that? Uh, yeah, that was the, the internet, oh, which yeah. I got so excited. We got a bit sidetracked, didn't we? we did a little Talking bit. about Labradors and stuff, yeah. uh, and I forgot to tell you who the band were, or indeed what the song was called. <laughs> it's called. They're called the Internet. Uh, it's a rather ungoogleable name, mm. uh, but they spell it as the, like T H E E. And then a new word, internet, and they, I sent them a message, and they sent me a message back, because um, I got the impression from seeing on YouTube, there's a video of them playing at a place called the Ship It, the Ship Pub in St John's, and there's a video of them playing that song and a few other songs, and it looks like they're quite popular because mm. there's quite a lot of people out there, and they seem to know the song. They're singing mm. along, it seems. Mm. Um, but, uh, you know, he, he seemed very grateful for the interest. Uh, mm. did, um, Tyler, who mm. wrote back to me, said, thanks for the interest. Uh, I'm curious to know how you stumbled upon us. We've been inactive for a while, but I'm looking at getting things going again. Oh, so this good. is coincidental timing. Right. And about the song, Babe, because it is a kind of a bit of a weird song in well, terms is, of yeah. the phrasing and the beats. and the, yeah. the he said, yeah. As weird as it is, it all came pretty naturally. And it wasn't until I was teaching the band the parts that I had to figure out exactly how the best way to count some of the phrases. It's a pretty wacky jam. Mm -hmm. uh, the idea of being an anxiety-ridden depiction of confronting someone and confronting yourself to go through with something. And he signs off saying, I'm Toronto-based now. So obviously all the... Uh, Dogs mm, did his head in, over, yeah. uh, yeah. in, in, the, in where he was living before. <laughs> Can't walking down the street without. Can I just? Beer. And he says, "I'm in Toronto based. So if any of your listeners are located here, they should get in touch. That's so right. do that. Yeah. Toronto based yeah. listener. Find him on the internet. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Um, can I just ask you though? Where where did you find that song? I, well, I, I I can't remember. Yeah. I can't remember. That's what was frustrating me. Yeah. I know from the when it was added to my iTunes library that I discovered it around about January. Okay. This year, right. but and uh, but I can't remember. I was really quite annoyed because I wanted to reply Tell to him. him. Yeah, yeah. I, said, I did reply to him, and I said, I think probably what happened was it was probably recommended by a another band on Bandcamp. Right, yeah, yeah. Because even looking at the search tags on Bandcamp, there wasn't anything there. I thought, oh, I probably clicked on it because it said that. Because yeah. there wasn't anything yeah. in particular. That, that, but but no, yeah, there, there, that, there's that, a whole that, album that came out about three or four years ago. Oh, that okay. album, and uh, it's all very very strong, and it's all kind of a bit like that. Hmm. It's kind of unusual and yet you listen to it a few times and it just gets in your head and you yeah, can't kind yeah. of get rid of it but it, it is a song you could use to finish with someone isn't it you could use that to finish a relationship well are you thinking about recording it well, over and over again on one, on one blank tape we're off to a festival next week aren't we boys oh yes exactly. the whole day whole day for us well I'm going I'm going for the whole thing well, uh, and you're yeah. just dipping into it for, for a single day we're going to Indie Tracks which is uh, somewhere in Derbyshire yeah. at a, a railway I hope we're going to give us place. better directions than that on the day somewhere in Derbyshire somewhere <laughs> in Derbyshire <laughs> yep. it's all very secret yeah. uh, you should go to listener indietracks.co.uk uh, and they have released as they do every year they've released a, a 49 track compilation uh, with all one track from lots of the bands that are playing mm. it's for charity you can buy it for free quid uh, at um, at tracks.co.uk and uh, all, it all goes to the charity the Midland Railway which is the, the, the place where 
where they hold the festival. Mm. And uh, our wizard, Kicker of Elves, Hello. for it is he, mm. has chosen his favourite song yeah. from here. Well, it wasn't easy, really, because it's a, it's a great compilation. Uh, and I think if you if you like any of the songs on there, you probably like all of them. Um, but there were one or two that stood out for me. Um, can you just move the list up, because we'll get the name of this guy right. There was a very good... Odd song. Was Rod- it Rodney, Rodney Cromwell? Cromwell, yeah. Barry was an arms dealer. Yeah. I, I like that very much. Especially as my dad's name was Barry. And I, I like to think that now that he's, you know, gone, this is going to come out. That actually, he was know, an arms dealer. He was an arms yeah. dealer, yeah. Yeah, he's quite a mysterious fellow. He was mysterious. He was mysterious. So I really like that song. But uh, actually, my favourite song on the whole compilation uh, was by the, uh, the band's Evan, band Evans the Death, who surprisingly aren't Welsh, they're, they're from London. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, it sounds like a, a Welsh character. Yeah, Some, sure. something yeah. off. Um, what was he called? The uh, Ivor the Engine. Ivor the Engine. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Evans the Death will be yeah. the, the, he's the, he's the, the local funeral director. Funeral yeah. 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 Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, the song that's on the compilation, and it's also on this album that I've got in my hand here, which um, is entitled "Expect Delays," which you already had, which I already had, and is in his Ace. Uh, it's got dogs on it. Uh, on the cover, that is. Lower than on the sound. Of, the record itself. Anyway, the track that, that we're going to play is Evans the Death and this is called Enabler.
So, Charitha, can you tell us who's playing at these indie tracks? Because you, you... Uh, well, I can, but uh, well, on the Friday night when you're not there, oh, yeah. uh, I'm looking forward to seeing Cinerama, who is one of the main reasons why I'm going. Oh, uh, yeah. And the school, who we played, I played on on I think podcast number two. Did you? The, the very first um, Chirizzo's Best of the Year oh, right, yeah. podcast, mm-hmm. and I think you, they were the band who you dismissed as uh, lesbian house martins, <laughs> if you recall. Hello to them, though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, so I'm looking forward I'm to seeing them. I'm not sure I dismissed them. I think I enjoyed them if, uh, for being that. Did actually. you? Okay, yeah, right, yeah. okay. Uh, I, I'll go to Sunday as well, because you're not there either. But on Sunday, uh, you've got sort of uh, Letitia Sadler, who, ex of Stereo Lab, is oh, playing, yeah. and Joris Childs, ex of Gorky's, is playing. He's great, good. Um, three bands who also played at the Going Up the Country Festival that I went to, two of whom I saw and one of whom I missed. Uh, but Economy Wednesday and Continuary Wires were both excellent there mm-hmm. and the Tuts who I missed because I had to take my son home they were the last band on right. and he was really dead on his feet when are so they on? They're, uh, they're on uh, Sunday oh Sunday all right. yeah all those bands are on, on Sunday oh, see, yeah, so see. you won't see any of them no, no. Uh, so Ma- who, who Martha who is uh, the same guy who's Unsinned. in Onsind mm. uh, who we've played on the podcast before uh, they're also the, on the Sunday uh, I like the look yeah. of the indoor stage on Saturday the Wave Pitchers, who have played quite a lot. We like them very much, yeah. But, I mean, I'm desperate to hear Bunny Grunt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I can't imagine what this Can I just like. say, this is, this is not like... You it's know, not a description. It's not this uh, this literal festival that we were thinking about putting on. Oh, it's got a lot of... Lot of but that could be on, couldn't that it? That could be literal the literal festival. Li- the literal festival was the idea that me and uh, Rebel had when we were... I can't remember where yeah. we were going. We were going somewhere. We were on a train station talking about it. We were. Anyway, we, we decided that we, we not only could we put a gig on, uh-huh. I mean, everybody put gigs on. We're yeah. going to put a festival on. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but, of course, with our lack of contacts, yeah. it might be difficult to get all the bands that we like. So yeah. let's let's say we start with The Jam. But rather than having the band, The Jam, we would just have Jar of Jam, jam. Jar of jam. jam on like the it. stage. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The we, Cucumbers, maybe? Is that a band? It, it, it is, <laughs> if you've got two cucumbers on a stage. Well, uh, the, the bunnies, I think, set, we, set it off. No, no, it was the hamsters. That was you can have the white hamster. stripes, can you? The white stripes. The white stripes, fantastic. Yeah. You've got it. Yeah. Yeah. You've got um, the idea. Yeah. Yes, yeah. the hamsters. You could have madness. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, we've got just the cars. Have, the cars. An actual insane person. <laughs> just, uh, just, um, See, I'm yeah. not sure that would be. The, that wouldn't be ethical. We might, we might, what we could do, we could get the police <laughs> on and boo them off. Oh, yeah. That would be good. Half man, half biscuit. You could find oh, you could actually <laughs> chop somebody in half and, yeah. and put a biscuit, put a biscuit there in his, his legs. Yeah, yeah. So, his, anyway, yeah. we're getting a little, a little bit distracted from what we're talking about. But, but, yes, Bunny Grunt would, would work on both, both, both festivals. Yes, the Beatles. You could Beatles, have them yeah. on. That's right. Um, so, so wait, talking of which, then, Mammoth Penguins, I'm looking forward to seeing. <laughs> uh, if, if they were the literal, if, if it was a literal, literal one, yeah. Yeah, that'd be very interesting. Yeah, we what, should, we what should lost pets. That would be even better. Yeah. Just pets looking clueless on the stage. <laughs> But yeah, Rodney Cromwell. See, yeah. Rodney Cromwell, who we mentioned before, Barry, yeah. the arms dealer. Yeah, song, very good. Yeah. He's on, but he's on at the same time as Mammoth Penguin, so um, I have to watch a bit of them. A run uh, between the two, maybe. Yeah, I, 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 Wave Pictures, Tiger Cats. I'm a big fan of their Mysteries LP that came mm. out earlier this year, so I'm looking forward to seeing them. Mm. Uh, and Colleen Green, who I don't know much about, but I know that she's on the same label as Taco Cat mm. uh, and La Serra, both yeah. of whom we've played. Yeah. So she's on Hardly Art Records, so I think she's in the same kind of vein as that. So she right, must Evan, be good. Evans yeah. the Death Run at 20 to 3, so we'll definitely go and see them. Lost Bonsai's. Now you see that that would you could just get a Spanish bonsai tree. That'd be fantastic. Or was it? Was it well, was it lost bonsai? Just put a bonsai up with like eyes flicking back and forth <laughs> like it was lost. <laughs> the ethical debating society. <laughs> 
let it go. <laughs> All right, anyway, go. anyway, there's loads of good stuff on there. So we will be making a podcast from the festival, will we? I think we should. Yes. Oh, yeah, no. we'll, we'll, we'll we'll do a review. I think uh, yeah. I think but, you know we, we need to tell Rebel what the bands are like after eight o'clock because we'll have had enough by then. Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah. Well, I'll be incoherent anyway, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> As we come to the end of the podcast, then I think it's only fair to say to you boys, Eid Mubarak. You what? Eid Sorry? Mubarak. Eh? Eid Mubarak, for it is Eid. Oh, it's, it is indeed mm. today. And, and well, happy Eid. Happy yeah. Eid indeed, yeah. Eid Mubarak. And and so I've brought for, for you, uh, all the way from Saudi Arabia, uh, some some dates. Right. Have you? Yeah, I have. Right. And would you well, like really? To, yeah. 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 And would you like to try them? Very sticky, aren't they? Well, these these are these are uh, caramelised. Right. So yeah, get one in your gut. Get one in your gut. Do they have stones in them? There are stones in them. Yeah, you have to try and see what you think. (laughs) Your face is a picture. Yeah. You're not a fan. Not really. All right. Mm. Uh. Okay. Well, while while these two wizards are are enjoying, you've bought us quite a lot of them, haven't (laughs) you? Enjoying. How many the, the, the start uh, of the 14 kilos. Anyway, talking of dates. Yeah. Mm. Oh. 14th of August. Is 14th of August. Yeah, we should mm. mention this actually. So, 14th of August um, in Smooth Liverpool. Link. In Liverpool, Maguire's Pizza Bar. Maguire's Pizza Bar again. Pizza Bar. Crenshaw Street. Crenshaw uh, Street. Yeah. The, the Pride of um, Cardigan. Uh, Sandelica. A plane, mm-hmm. um, which if that's not enough to entice you down to Renshaw Street, we should tell you that we're DJing. Me and Rebel are DJing uh, yeah. a space rock, kraut rock, mm. fruit de mer flavoured set. It's going to suck you out. Mm. Well, I'm I'm playing that, and Rebel's going to play mostly the Stranglers. I think I'll play one Stranglers song. <laughs> yes, Early Doors. <laughs> <laughs> so, you mean the Stranglers and some Early Doors. <laughs> <laughs> if you like yeah. Yeah. so anyway I thought it would be good to, to play some Sandelica now Yes. Uh, so this is a, a track from the uh, album which came out in January this year which is called uh, Anima Mundi uh, which you Latin fans out there will know means on An- um, animals animals on Monday uh, world soul Oh yeah, Monday. Mm. Like Monday, yeah. Mm. That's much more embracing and artistic. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, this this song is is called Balbec Stones. Balbec, of course, being uh, a place in Lebanon, which uh, I've been to. Not, not date stones, then. Well, well, you can get dates there. Bigger than dates in, in Lebanon. Is the Balbec Stones are they the stones inside the dates then? No, Balbec Stone is it's a bit like uh, Stonehenge, but, uh-huh. but in right. Lebanon. Okay. Um, and uh, it's it's a quite you know it's, it's a very impressive place and I, actually I visited there with with Mrs O'Elves back mm-hmm. in the day we, we were on a holiday to Lebanon as you do and uh, that's quite a place and uh, we're based in Beirut um, that's quite a place did you go on a holiday holiday to the Lebanon just purely because of your love of the human life? <laughs> mostly because of that yeah. yes um, anyway we went to Balbec and it is a bit like Stonehenge and and there is there's some great footage well I think it's great uh, of me booting a ball. Past a, a, a flailing, let's let's be fair. This is O'Elves stood in in the in the goal made from the Balbec stone, um, which is grand. Excellent. Um, yeah. Uh, so anyway, footage on where? Where can the listeners see this? Well, we have pictures. Um, I'm, I'm in, <laughs> in my house. Okay. Yeah, it's not on YouTube. Um, anyway, uh, enough about that. This is a song Balbec Stones by Sandelica. Uh, it starts off with some very big guitar riffs. 
Um, but quite brilliantly and, and quite unusually for them, they, they kind of go into uh, a bit more of a sax-led, chill-out dub bit towards the end. So hang on in there. Here's Sendelica.
Well, listen, that's all we've got time for tonight. So it's all it remains for me to say from Rebel Records, keep feeling fascination. <laughs> and from Mr. Kicker of Lebanon. And should we throw Garbanzo? I got nothing. You're being boiled there. No, I got nothing. I got nothing to do with me. Good night, listener.